All right, we're rolling in three, two, one. Movie time. Movie time. time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to Movie Time Extra. It's the show where we watch movies with a little something extra. I'm your producer, your co-host, and ritualistic sacrifice. My name is Dashiell Marco. And I'm your amateur researcher, thematic analyst, and all-around good-time ghoul, Tyler Duncan. Today, we are watching 2017's The Ritual, directed by David Bruckner, screenplay by Joe Barton, and adapted from the novel by Adam Neville. If you enjoy our show, be sure to rate us, review us, subscribe to us, be our sub, (laughs) as Tyler so neatly put it. You can also send us an email at movietimeextra at gmail.com. Tell us what you think is a little bit extra. Give us a movie review. Or I guess you can give us a review. Give us a rec. Or just shoot the shit with us. We love to talk. Now, our banging theme song is by the amazing, inspirational DJ Cutman. Check him out on Bandcamp for solid, solid bangers and bops. We love you, Mr. Cutman. The one and only. As always, there will be spoilers in this show. And if you don't like it, go get lost in the woods. Yeah, fuck off. Well, this was a fun little romp. I... I enjoyed it. It's not the best movie I've ever watched or the most extra, but it but it wasn't a bad time. It's right on the cusp of relevant to our podcast. Yeah, I would say I, so. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh but it's a good time and it's got a little bit of deeper meaning that I think some people maybe would gloss over. I definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz it is a really cool story about some, you know, Middle-class British lads who want to do, you know, like a lads do, a holiday together. I guess they've all been friends since college. Uh, and yeah. then they end up in circumstances in the middle of the woods that they couldn't have predicted. Well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there in a sec. Let's... But there's more than that. I, I was recommended another movie by this director, Bruckner, that... I didn't realize was the same director until after we had watched this. Uh, uh, my my boss actually recommended uh, the the signal to me. The signal is very good. Oh, you've seen it? I saw it in the theater. Ooh. Yeah. Again, movies are dates for me. <laughs> <laughs> Every movie we talk about, and I'm, seen in the and I'm a hoe, <laughs> so I go on a lot of dates, or I used to before yeah. all this. I'm uh, a hoe for <laughs> movies too, though. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, no, the signal, the signal's beautiful. Um, you can definitely, well, what year is the signal? Is that 2014 or is that later? 13 or 14. Yeah. Yeah. About right. Yeah. I feel like the signal is actually, um, a better and more like well-formed movie than this one. I think it's supposed to be like his best movie. Yeah. Yet, or something. I could agree with that. I'll just and before we dig into this, I just have another quick anecdote to share. Yes, is that I, I think I've already said on this podcast how like movies don't really 
scare me that much generally or it takes something like really special to scare me Mm -hmm. i had the most terrifying fucking nightmare the other night where i was watching a movie that scared the shit out of me really (laughs) yeah i don't know what that was about but that shit sucked (laughs) and and i remember it was like i was watching a movie that was just like freaking me the fuck out and i like couldn't stop watching it and like Ooh, it gave me some some bad feels. Oh no, this really surprises me. Yeah, so maybe that's what maybe that's what scary movies are like for other people. I don't know. It it kind of put my whole my whole world on spin. Shit. Damn dog, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's, I don't fucking care. It's whatever. I'm sorry. We watched too many spoopy movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was having to do with any spoop movies. <laughs> I want to see. It. What kind of progress we make, or how how long we 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 are able to talk about this movie? For we could probably talk about it for a bit, but if we're not running at an hour, we can maybe talk about some other stuff that we've been watching too. Yeah. Or tell us, dear listener, if that's something that you want to hear. I've been watching The Boys, and I have a lot I could say about it. Oh yeah, I want to hear what you have to say about it. I've not seen it yet. I like it. But my boss loved it. Uh, my boss listened to the show, by the way. Shout out to Mary. What up, Mary? Yeah. Um, so I kind of don't want to recap this movie. That's fine. I have. I kind of just want to get into what I think it's about. But we can totally do a quick recap if you'd like. I, I mean, quick recap is for for blokes get lost in the woods and uh, stumble into a pagan sort, some sort of, uh, what's even the word? Is paganistic the right word? Yeah, I think they would be. They're they're pagan. They're like traditional Norse, like uh, nature worshipers. They made some of those folk kind of, well, against their will, start getting... Uh, stalked by a big monster, refused to leave out of sheer tropiness. Get yeah. picked off one by one until the last two are captured. There's the another trope that I hate, which is like the one nice captor. Uh, yeah. Every fucking movie like this has like the one nice person in the fucking community of like torture abductors and. Anyway, helps our antagonist or our protagonist, I suppose, um, escape, and um, that's the long story. That's the long and short of it. Hey, Dash, do you remember any of these dudes' names? I wrote them down as we were watching it. I remember Luke as the main guy. Wow, you are a professional. I know Luke, (laughs) and that is it. Luke and Dom. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I, I mean, don't off, remember the other two. The I think there's a Kyle. Head. Is there a Kyle? I, it's either Kyle or Lyle. And and I love this because you are typically the person who's like, yeah, and then Adrian. And I'm like, there's nobody named Adrian in the movie. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, I could not catch some of these dudes' names until like the end of the movie. And then I was like, that's, that's Chad. Like, <laughs> there he is. Yeah, yeah. There might be a Chad in this. I, there's a couple Chads in this. Uh, <laughs> but... Yeah, uh, so I'm sorry if I blank out on folks' names. I, 
it doesn't even matter that much. I mean, for this flick, I mean, Luke is the main dude. The movie's like about him pretty much. It is. It's about his journey. Um, his the the movie starts with five of the blokes kind of deciding what they want to do on their their summer vacation or whatever. And uh, I'm not doing a recap right now, but Mm-mm. I think I'm gonna. <laughs> This will help you dip into the themes, I'm sure. I don't. I don't even know what you have planned, but fucking <laughs> doing your eyebrow thing with me. I'm sorry. I can't podcast when you're doing that thing with your eyebrows. I'll get Botox, so I won't do it anymore. <laughs> it's involuntary. We're gonna have to take a break so we can shave off Tyler's eyebrows. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> anyway, there was a there was a fifth guy. Uh, him and Luke went to a liquor store after all the blokes are deciding what they want to do. And uh, two guys start robbing the liquor store. And uh, Luke's buddy gets, I think he gets like a, a baseball bat to the head when he won't give this robber or his wedding ring. Yeah. And he gets bludgeoned and he dies. And a, lo- a, big, a lot of the... I mean, I think that a lot of this movie is wrapped around that theme of kind of Luke's powerlessness uh, in that moment. Uh, There's a lot of cool imagery when uh, it keeps popping back to that liquor store throughout, like, moments of the film. And when they, like, drop the liquor store set into the middle of the woods, I thought that was really cool. It's Yeah, it was amazing. Um, Did a really good job of illustrating kind of visualizing through film the feeling of a PTSD flashback um and you know one of the things that Luke is really struggling with is that he went and hid whereas his buddy ended up out in the middle of everything and he's a, he has major survivor's guilt Mm-hmm. And his friends, some of his friends understand that he did what he had to do. Other of his, others of like the gr- friend group blame him for, is it David is the guy, was the guy's name? They blame him for the fifth buddy's death. I didn't even get the fucking guy's name. We're calling him David. <laughs> <laughs> it's here in my notes somewhere. I mean, I could look if you really want well, me Well, his to. name's David now, so we're okay. not going to worry All about right. it. <laughs> so we could look up the name. The names. There's only five characters in this movie. Yeah, really. the fourth white guy uh, <laughs> who, who died. Um, the guy who died at the beginning of the at movie. At the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Sue... So, so, so my main thing with this movie, and so maybe you can help me appreciate it, or maybe there's, like, stuff that I missed here. I think it, like, really wanted to dig into those themes of, like, survivor's guilt and stuff. But I don't think it did a very good job at it. Um, I just didn't see a lot of it. Like, I've, I've read a few articles about this movie, and it's like, oh, there could be, like, any of these four explanations or whatever. And it's like... I guess, yeah, but it's like, why? I don't know. Like, it was left open in a way that I didn't really like, but it also wasn't open enough, and it was extremely predictable. I think, like, halfway through the movie, I was like, only Luke's gonna survive this. Uh, Yeah. 
Yeah, I I almost kind of, I was kind of thinking that maybe there would be multiple of them, but yeah, by about halfway through, I was like, oh no, I see where this is going. Yeah. I see what she did there. Um. So, but it was it wasn't like an unenjoyable movie to watch. It was I don't even remember how this ended up on the list. I mean, it was enjoyable. It just it wasn't that extra to me, and that's why we said I guess right off the bat that it was on the cusp for sure. Yeah, because it's a little formulaic, maybe a lot formulaic, um, for like this genre of like horror movie of like Lost in the Woods. There's a monster stalking you. Yeah. Um, and I don't know it. It's beautiful. It's beautifully shot. Oh yeah, it looks great. You know, like uh but yeah. Yeah, there was there were some points where I you know, I was enjoying myself, but I definitely was like this ain't that deep. <laughs> you know, like and I get where they were trying to be deep, and I'll talk a little bit about that. Um Yeah. But I don't think they hit the mark. I think I do agree with you on that, Dashiell. Yeah, and it's just disappointing when it's like the they set up the backstory like well enough where it's like they did have i think a good bit of like emotional energy that could be could have been milked there um and then it just didn't really come together that well and it's like ooh this big monster yeah and i feel like with <laughs> elevated horror if it's not done well it's worse to me than can't be bad horror yeah cuz then it's just like don't fucking pander to me you know <laughs> like just fucking either make a, a shitty schlocky thing or do it all the yeah. way or or just mix it just right and do do like a cabin in the woods thing exactly that, that's the perfect oh yeah chef's kiss of the episode cabin in the woods oh yeah that, I, that mixture of elevated and, and camp i just rewatched it recently I, I guess it wasn't with you i, I guess i rewatched it with candace like a month or two ago movie's still great it's so good yeah i love it i didn't see it until like a couple years ago i want to say i didn't see it till like 2018 because our buddy ben was like how have you not seen cabin in the woods (laughs) uh it's like oh i don't know i just missed it that's written by joss whedon right that sounds right yeah um, oh, oh, and a minor correction from the last episode because I was just oh, I, we got a corrections I corner. I, yeah, okay, I said uh, stigmata instead of dogma with with Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, yeah, dogma was the movie I was thinking. I of. didn't catch that. I thought maybe that like Kevin Smith had been a part of the stigmata <laughs> movie, and I just let it. I was just like, yeah, that sounds right. I've never seen Stigmata. It doesn't look very it good. It does not look very good. I don't think we'll be doing that on the podcast. Unless uh, you request it, listener, and yeah. then we're still not still not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to roast you on Twitter. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about PTSD. Oh, sure, yeah. There's, and, and again, that that's kind of why I guess I wanted to get that out of the way right now, where it's like, if, if PTSD is a theme in your movie, like, there are ways to do it, right? Do it better. But yeah, I didn't, I felt like Luke's PTSD was kind of, okay, hey, I gotta point out another trope that I hate. That's when somebody's having, I know hate is a strong word, but I fucking hate this. When somebody's like having a flashback or like a moment, it either like 
there's always this sound effect, and it's either like a really high pitched like whine that I think is what this movie does, or it's like a foom. Yeah. Boom, boom. And goddamn, if that is not the most like overused thing in movies today, I think it's so fucking obnoxious. Find something else. Just something. Yeah, Just something not else. like ooh, ooh. There's a big high pitched sound Ooh, he's having a flashback Ooh, he's got ptsd it's like it, it, it cheapens it to me it cheapens it a lot and it's reminiscent to me of uh and we're just starting to get out of this phase but every movie trailer for the last like three years has said that Bwah! Yeah. and then like a scene and then Bwah! and then that's another scene I can't fucking stand it anymore. Yeah. And the like single note. Like, ding. Yeah. Is Philip fucking Glass scoring all of the, is this his thing now? Is he just does trailers? Philip Glass uses more than one note. Yeah. I don't know. I, that's <laughs> the person that I could think of. Like it. Oh. I, I'm not going to just rip on this movie for the next no, half hour. me neither. Like, I just I, had to get that stuff out of the way. Because I think it has, I think it does have some, uh, some artistic merit. And yeah, I, I think I, they, they tried something, and while they didn't exactly succeed, they tried, and I always appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just had to get that stuff out of the way so that I remembered, but but yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm sure it's not fun to listen to people just rip on a movie for an hour, unless it is. I don't know, I've never listened to a podcast like that, but... But those were my main gripes with the movie. But yeah. I don't know, let's, let's dig into it. Well, like I said before, this movie does a really fantastic job of visually representing what a PTS flashback um, feels and sometimes even looks like. And I'm not sure whether that was intentional or not. Um, I wasn't able to find a lot of info on the movie, and I didn't, I d- I didn't look up any interviews with the director. That's good. Because I had a weird, busy week at work. I read like half of one, but the questions that the interviewer were asking were like kind of stupid. Mm. So it was like, I, I don't even really care. What kind of monster is it? Oh, no, it was all about that. It's like, you waited a really long time to show the monster, and I love that. Like, why'd you do that? And it's like, that's the fucking worst question. Oh, good. It was a fellatio interview. I love those. <laughs> I love those. So, yeah, uh, when they show the flashbacks, uh, it, it does a really good. Wait, uh, really a good job of representing how your body goes back in time to the the moment of trauma, um, what you're being, you know, triggered with. Um, it's a pretty terrifying experience and something that can take years to gain a modicum of control over. Um, so I liked the way they did that. I liked the way that they also showed he was having dreams. Um, and it's it's often a reliving of the events that led to the PTSD, uh, but sometimes the scenario is changed slightly and often for the worse, uh, which they, they did do in the movie. Um, there's one scene in particular where he is reliving the event, but then like um, the the guy, David, like after he's dead, like gets up and is like looking at him and it's like, pretty pretty terrifying oh, creepy. I wanted to see like more of that you know yeah right yeah um and it's from your brain over processing the traumatic event as far as I understand it um 
And it's commonly believed that we dream to collate and solidify our long-term memories. And in this case, PTSD is, is the memories collating and shaping you, which is no fun. Uh, and then in a phrase, it blows and sucks at the same time, is what I have written down in my notes here. Uh, because I have complex comorbid PTSD. Uh, and so I could definitely identify with Luke uh, in some of the instances, some of the things that he was going through. Um, and what Luke has, not to armchair diagnose, we will never do that on this show, but for this main character, he most likely has uncomplicated PTSD, which is he has one traumatic event that he is working through. I want to say that we can armchair diagnose movie characters. Because they're not real. Yeah. I don't know. It's still, it's just kind of gauche. <laughs> I don't want to go there. But that's like <laughs> the, what he seems to have. Like of well, the, now, of now the you're five doing types. It, but you don't like it. Well, I'm just saying of the five types, like as okay. you read through them, you're like, okay, well, he's got one thing going on. I didn't know that there were five types of PTSD, so I'm definitely are. not qualified to armchair diagnose. And there are four stages of PTSD which is impact, that's the initial event. Rescue, which is uh, the time kind of immediately afterward where you are just trying to pick your life back up and get things together. And um, we don't really see this in the film because it skips about six months. Um, it takes us directly from the initial event, uh, David's murder, to them being in Sweden in the woods. Um, Hiking up a mountain. Oh, oh, fuck. I gotta say one more thing. Oh, go for real it. Quick. That fucking thing that some movies do too. This movie did another trophy thing. And I think that I, that I think, oh my gosh. I think I'm getting so excited right now because I, I, I hate I'm it really, so much. I'm really into this, please. <laughs> of the three main tropes that this movie did that I didn't like, this was the biggest one is when it's the very beginning of the movie and they're on a big hike or a big trip and somebody fucks their fucking leg up right at the beginning. I could have done without. that. Mo this movie didn't need it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> It just, it was, it, I mean, like, I would have liked the, the tension to be, like, ratcheted up in, a, like, a not-so-conventional way. Because it's just a shitty thing. It's, like, it <laughs> it, it, it is anxiety-inducing. It's not scary. But it's just, like, oh, now one of our people can barely walk. Great. And it's just, like, fuck, we're, like, ten minutes into this movie. I don't know. That's it. I just had to get that off my chest. I hated that. By 20 minutes in, you've got two of your least favorite tropes, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, in this movie. I don't mm -hmm. know about all-time least favorite tropes, but but I do hate all the tropes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It didn't need it. It didn't need it. There was plenty of... There, there would have been plenty of tension just with them trying to take a shortcut and the 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 monster. Yeah. Though I guess that they were trying to take the shortcut because his leg was fucked up or something, I yeah. guess. Or they could have like been in the woods 
for another reason. I don't know. Yeah. There was a weird mixture of like meta and not there. But I don't know. Sorry. I'm not, I wasn't trying to interrupt you. I just, no, no, no. I, I like it. Remembered that. And it just like when he fucking tripped and sprained his ankle like 15 minutes of the movie, I was just like, face palm. Right. Right. On that, you know. Like predictable. <laughs> it shouldn't be. It's something that shouldn't happen. Yeah. Like it should happen at a really, really inopportune time if you're going to do that to a character and not just have it be something that literally makes the movie like slog by. Or maybe like foreshadow it in a better way than they did. Because he like has to sit there and explain like, oh, no, it's it's my 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 leg bone <laughs> my leg bone don't work it always that's, does this that's what, i'm not trying to it's how it always do here. and they're like oh and he is kind of like the out of shape one but i just yeah i don't know it just didn't it didn't work yeah it didn't work for me okay all right i'm done being negative it's the it's the fucked up tendon for me dog <laughs> <laughs> i just like remember in the movie but like so yeah, they don't. They, he doesn't have a recovery phase. Not so much. You're you're probably we're 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 getting like the trip is kind of the tail end of that, into the rescue phase. Uh, we're into intermediate recovery at this point, um, which is the next kind of step, and uh, the new problem, the creature, uh, being addressed is kind of part of that uh, intermediate recovery is when you are kind of going higher up on Maslow's needs and you're 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 kind of like like other problems can come along and you're not so fixated on them um and you either have an altruism response or a disillusionment response so the altruism response is your um friends and family and loved ones all kind of come together and support you and then you end up you you feel so loved and supported that you want to like pay that forward or maybe that doesn't happen and you have the disillusionment response which can make people feel pretty depressed bitter abandoned um and we don't know how the fuck this guy feels sometimes one can lead to the other so the altruism when that support system kind of fades away as you go along in your recovery you can feel abandoned and then you go into disillusionment uh but i think we see both so we see him being supported by the guy who like knows how to hike uh who we're gonna call john yeah that's john is a john he's and he's like the gung-ho like let's do this he's very skilled one yeah and he has um, a couple of interactions with Luke where it seems like he is kind of saying, like, I don't blame you for David's death. I don't think this was your fault. And Because blaming somebody in a situation like that is a shitty thing to do in the thank f- you. first place. Thank you. And I think you are incredibly capable. And that's why he ends up trying to send Luke off to get help. So that's kind of the the altruism aspect of it. The disillusionment aspect of it is Dom, who well, John has, is John is disillusioned too in a different way, where he 
refuses to accept that he's in a horror movie, even though he yes. obviously is. Yes, but, he is yeah. in straight up denial. But I did have to, I did have to just mention that more while we were talking about him. Yeah, yeah, and I really like that character. I was kind of bummed he didn't make it. Honestly, <laughs> how could he have made it? He refused to believe the situation that and, he had gotten, and into. he was the most capable. So of course he's going to go almost immediately. Yeah. Um. But so for disillusionment, we have Dom. Uh, Dom thinks that Luke could have done more to save David, which like, no, these are dudes with like tire irons and guns. There's nothing you can do. If David's not going to give up his wedding ring, he's probably going to get murked. Um, but you know, you can disagree with me on that if you want to dear listener. Um, but not everybody's Batman. All right. (laughs) Not everybody's going to be able to fight off like three dudes in a liquor store. Um, and so in that sense, he's got like both things going at once, but now he's capable of dealing with that. And he's dealing with the fact that they're lost, starting to starve. And there might be a monster who is like trying to, um, strike them. (laughs) Yeah. And until, until Luke like actually sees the monster, I don't feel like there was just a, like a lot of depth in his character. Like he's like standing his ground, I guess, against Dom when he needs to. But he, it, it seems he definitely does seem like his head is like clouded. Mm-hmm. Like he's like still, you know, obviously very hung up on what happened and experiencing PTSD. But like it's. It's 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 definitely they definitely did a good job of not like over explaining anything at that point, which I did appreciate, you know, mm-hmm. like there's not a point really that I can remember that he's like, this is how I feel about it. it he's kind of like more reactive than that within the context of the movie. Absolutely. Um, he's also he's really trying his hardest to be brave because he doesn't want the other guys to see him fail another time i guess like he's he's really the one like doing the most other than john to like keep them safe so but he just comes out of this movie with even more ptsd obviously yes he does (laughs) so let's get to that then oh can i i just so this isn't the episode where I don't play any sound clips. I mean, I took all these notes. I took, yeah. I took a ton of notes. But play me a clip. I have to play a clip of what this fucking monster, I guess, sounds like. Oh, yeah. My first note is like, the noises. And then like there's like a note from like 15 minutes later. It's like, the noises. <laughs> like my two exclamation points and like underscores. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know if that's supposed to be like the pagans like chanting or like it sounds like a fucked up Chuck E. Cheese animatronic. <laughs> like and then <laughs> this other one's even more ridiculous. 
And then he punches that old lady in the face. Uh, okay, so, like, out of context, that probably actually does maybe sound a little creepy. But, like, while we were watching this movie, I was just, like, geeking at that. I was yeah. like, this is just, so, like, not scary at all. I'm just like, what? It's just fucking goofy. Well, there's, there's a, it's like there's another movie at this point in this movie because he goes upstairs and there's like mummified zombie people who are like able to like chant and they like move their heads to look at him. And oh, I'm like, yeah, that's what that this was. is a whole other concept. <laughs> is this like the magic of the monster that like, like the, the monster is bestowed on this like tribe of like, like, um, like pagan folks. And like, that's why they're still able to like chant. And it, I don't, it just, it's just like, Oh, like, well, I guess we're, I guess we're, we're doing like a whole, a whole zombie thing, I guess. I, For like 35 seconds. 35 seconds, and then he burns them. <laughs> and then it's never mentioned again. Well, no, because the movie's pretty much over at that no point. No answer. Like, like once he gets captured, uh, Dom gets sacrificed while he sits there, like, helpless. And then pretty much after Dom gets, like, killed by the loki spawn monster mm-hmm. he's like oh maybe i'll fucking break my bindings now um so he like bothers to escape and punches that old lady finds an old rifle shoots a guy takes his axe lights the shit on fire like somebody i guess dom foretold he would do lame Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when you just d- directly tell your audience exactly what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he uh, fucking, then he escapes uh, because I guess because the monster respects him for some reason. Like he like bows down to the monster and it kind of lets him go. In the Wikipedia and... article, it says the monster can't leave the woods. I mean, apparently, because it stops chasing him. But. It, yeah, and that's why like he's he's literally in the clear because he's <laughs> in a clearing, and so the monster can't proceed anymore. And I did not get that from watching that was the movie. Okay, I mean, like it's like a forest spirit or creature, or whatever the fuck it is. Clearings a go- are still a god. In the for- clearings are still in the forest. What but- if it doesn't have a single tree? I mean, the whole thing was about getting to the edge of the forest or whatever. So I think that it was implied that he had finally gotten to the edge of the forest. Okay. But I, but I don't know. Like, I think that the ending would have been better if he didn't make it. <laughs> I thought the ending was pretty lame. But like when, like when he was uh, running from the monster and like the li- then he's like suddenly in the liquor store. I thought that was cool. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more play with that, maybe a little bit more like reality bending. Um, See, that's where I thought it was going. Yeah. And then it was just I I guess like people on the internet think that this like might be like all a dream sequence or all like a hallucination or yada yada. I think it's kind of pointless to speculate on any of that cuz it's like it's what we just fucking watched. Like it's not it's not really that deep. Like it has some deep themes to it but they're not really it's utilized not that, that it's well. not that good of a movie to <laughs> to have that no i yeah agreed uh also just like that's one of my least favorite tropes it was all a dream 
God. Okay, so are you going to tell a story or are you going to show me a dream? Because you know what everyone hates? When someone tells you in detail about a dream they had and what you just did was I paid money to have you tell me a dream you had. I fucking hate when people tell me about their dreams. That's why when I told you about my dream, that I didn't was, even... it was concise as yeah. fuck and i love yeah, that I yes it scared the sh- i was watching a movie and it scared the living shit out of me and notice how i asked for no additional information not, not fucking important and nobody fucking cares <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you if you want to hear about my dream you can fucking email email me. us at <laughs> movie time extra podcast at gmail.com and I will just send you a picture of my butthole. Yeah. Uh, It'll no. go into my dream folder that I do not respond to. <laughs> so at the end of the movie, we have long-term reconstruction, which for the purposes of the movie, it looks like Luke is face faces the monster, outwits the monster, literally is in the clear, moving into an uncertain future. And that's kind of clinically accepted that with long-term reconstruction, you are you you are at a good place, somewhat, but you're always going to have PTSD. So he's he's fucked up, he's injured, <laughs> but at least the monster isn't there anymore. He's still yeah. fucked up in the middle of the woods. So all of his friends just died. Yeah, I, maybe people want to think that this movie isn't literal because that would make it maybe just a little more comforting is like it was all just a struggle for him to overcome his like PTSD or something. Yeah. But I don't think that's what it is though. It doesn't feel right. And I have to really stretch to try and put these four into the movie, you know, like these, these four stages. So Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, super well done if it's if it wants to be a PTSD allegory it's not super well done if it wants to be a straightforward um you know stranded monster situation movie mm-hmm. and it's not super well done if it wants to be like a creepy cult in the middle of the woods either there's too yeah. much happening there's too much going on it's too busy yeah it was a little bit too much walking and a little bit not as much exposition as would have made it more interesting, I think. Yeah. Well, there's another little weird part where, and again, I think this was just them trying to cram way too much into the last 20 minutes, which wasn't done super well. Like, like in contrast, like mother, you know, in the last 45 minutes, it's just, here's fucking everything that we can fucking feasibly do in this much time and it's like beautiful mm-hmm. but like this movie's like here's a bunch of shit and then it's just like okay that was a lot <laughs> but like not in the same way oh, at boy. all yeah yeah um but like for example when um luke is watching dom get sacrificed by the monster the first time we actually see the monster like in full which is it was a cool looking monster it was interesting somewhere between like a deer and an elk with like a fucking face with arms for a head or something like that yeah it had like four legs like an elk and then it also had little arms (laughs) uh yeah and then it had a weird little flat face 
like yeah. almost on its body where its body would be if it were like an animal. Yeah, it was but, really interesting looking. But then the too much thing that they didn't bother to explain was that it was not the creature that Dom saw initially. It was his wife walking up. Thank you. Okay. And it's like, that's fine to have in your movie, but like maybe bother at least trying to explain it or like, because I'm, I'm searching for like a reason or like how that maybe equates to what Luke sees. Thank you. Um, but it doesn't kind of about correlate. to bring this up. Dash. Oh my God. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. Why does Dom see his fucking wife? I don't fucking know. And are is is he not really having like I mean I think it's kind of clear in the movie that he's not having these flashbacks. They're not necessarily like PTSD flashbacks. They are like supernaturally generated. Or at least that's the impression that I got was like the the monster like affects you in a certain way and makes you do and see things because then you see the other dudes in the movie like the one guy is like naked praying to that like headless statue at one point and he's like I he he had no control over himself when he was doing that like it was yeah, yeah. but it's just not it's not flushed out at all but it's also not even really like it seemed like they were they were having very different experiences sort of I maybe th- like that would have been a trope that I think would have made this movie a little bit more interesting if like they were really experiencing different things, like they were kind of having like different hallucinations, but it, like it wasn't completely apparent as to like why that was. Like, does this being make you relive your worst fear? Does it? it is it, it? Does it feed off of anxiety? Does it make you miss your wife? Like, was it, it turning did, into did, a religious zealot? Yeah, like, did I? And it's like, okay, well, maybe Dom's worst fear, like, and then this is just me postulating, maybe Dom's worst fear was like never seeing his wife again. I or I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean that. I think that's probably as close as we're gonna get in a sentence. But to I it. hate that. <laughs> yeah. But I don't like it. What's your worst fear? Yeah. If it's so, if it's terrible listening to me rip on this movie, you have to let us know because otherwise, whenever we watch a movie I don't like, I'm gonna rip on it because it's really hard not to, and that's why we didn't do an episode on Annihilation. But this was a much better movie than Annihilation. It was, in my opinion, as well. I'm so like, sorry well, to all the critics who loved Annihilation, yeah. but well, Alex Garland well, needs help when he yeah. writes dialogue and. <laughs> When he writes for the 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 screen, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, no, and and this wasn't the best movie ever, but it was it was very entertaining too. I mean, I, like it it was an entertaining movie for everything that we have said, for all the qualms that we have. I was entertained all the way through, and I thought, and like I said, visually very pretty. Oh yeah, and it's like, hard to shoot movies in the woods because it's like fucking everything looks the same and there's goddamn trees all over the damn place <laughs> and they all fucking look the same they i'm not trying look... to be specious i That's guess co- oh, okay we need to okay we're gonna timestamp this because you said something racist <laughs> trees aren't a race trees you don't know they're species right they are yeah well no i mean there are species of trees but f- f- different flora and fauna are considered species of their own. I don't know. I don't, I I honest God I don't know. Species. If I am, I'm sorry species, to any trees listening to this podcast. Species are. They are um, 
types of animals that can breed with each other successfully. And it can be kind of like muddy waters as certain things start to branch off from each other, whether they are their own species or just a subset of a species. Uh, if you've ever mated with a tree, please email us so we can settle this. Yeah, I want a detailed fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't believe that we've already talked about this movie for almost 45 minutes. Oh, like, my gosh. Thank you for doing your homework on this or yeah. just do, put it, giving it some thought because I, I just... I, of all the things I didn't like about it, even though it's an enjoyable movie, but I don't but know. It did. Here's the thing. I found one thread and I just pulled on it <laughs> <laughs> and I did a little bit of research. I mean, and again, as a person who, who has this, I also like have experience from talking to my mental health professionals about it and like learning more and more about it and i'm just a fucking nerd so when something's wrong with me i learn everything about it uh so yeah it was it was fun it was fun to try to put this movie in some kind of context um but for the most part yeah it is a little all over the place as entertaining as it is do we do we get this episode to brockner or do we just make sure he never sees it um yeah no let's email it to him <laughs> make hey make signal again <laughs> that's terrible i would never i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry Bruckner. i would, should never you should never say that to a filmmaker that's really awful but <laughs> it was a joke i really what did okay what did we like about this movie yeah what was so extra about this movie to you ah uh, fuck i mean I thought this movie was going to be a little bit more extra. Like, I kind of was hoping for a little bit more of a, not cabin in the woods type thing, but like a more elevated, like lost in the woods story. Um, yeah, I, I definitely liked a lot. Like, like visually, um, I think that some of the shit that we saw was pretty extra. The monster is pretty extra, I guess. But I don't know. Like, I don't fucking know on this one. It wasn't the most extra flick ever. It really wasn't. It's probably the least extra thing we've watched. But I think uh, the, the stuff that was most extra to me was the... Uh, oh, oh, oh I, I got it. I got it. It's that they're fucking British as fuck. And <laughs> they're, every one of their conversations in the first, like half hour is hilarious four twats in the forest i enjoyed that yes. yeah that 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 was my extra thing but it's only extra for me because i'm american yeah but but yeah just to give something sorry I think sorry for, to interrupt for you. me it was the setting mm -hmm. uh because it was like so lush and beautiful you know uh rural sweden but at the same time uh you know they are they're in such like dire straits through most of the film uh, it just added it added a quite a bit of tension for me, and then of course the monster. Who's the monster? Does look dope as fuck. The cool monster. Yeah, I think I think that its tropiness was very extra as well. I mean, just like it was Bruckner. Too many tropes in this one, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like the broken leg at the beginning, the. The, f the flashbacks and hallucination noises and predictability, the friendly captor, and 
the fucking one survivor that we all knew he was going to survive. Yeah. Like, come on. So just surprise us a little bit. Make Dom survive. <laughs> yeah, just something. Let him go home to his fucking wife. Or like uh, do like a, I don't know, like a Sisyphus thing. Have Luke be f- tortured forever in some creative way. Yeah. Or, you know, ha- like really Im- like visually embody that PTSD that he's about to have if any of that happened. And don't just leave it so fucking open. Like, I want to know what happened. Like, he made a whole fucking movie. Let's let's get some closure in it, maybe. <laughs> or just some, like, or, or not, but leave it open-ended in a more disturbing way. Would have been nice, you know? It's like, ooh. Dash really likes suffering. <laughs> <laughs> he enjoys watching others suffer. <laughs> Not in not in real life, but well, it, it, when I'm media, watching in your media, though when I'm watching horror movies, then yeah, I think it's kind of appropriate. <laughs> well, Dash, thanks for watching this movie with me. Yeah, I mean, we we still got fucking ten minutes to burn if we want to. I what you been watching? You've been watching the boys? I have been watching the boys. I don't want to talk about it for 10 minutes unless that's something that people want to hear. Mm. Uh, but it's really good. Uh, it's it's also extremely tropey. Um, but it's a TV show. You know, mm-hmm. like it's easier for me to accept that when it's a TV show and not a movie. They have so much more time and narrative space to fill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it also does a good job at subverting some of those tropes. It's very predictable, but not in like a bad way. Um, the first three episodes of The Boys are really, really good. And uh, it kind of trailed off just a little bit after that for me. But um, those first three, I was like glued to it. I was like, this is great. And oh, shit. I think the last uh, episode in the the second season comes out like tonight or yesterday. It's um, Ooh. It's like the 7th of October right now. So folks can get their binge on if they want to. Yeah, nice. yeah, it's good. And oh, and fucking oh, it's two ep- it's two eight episode seasons. Um, each episode is, is an hour long. Uh, and season season two episode seven. Ah, oh, that cliffhanger! <laughs> the yeah. end is insane. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I'm really stoked to watch the last episode now. I just remembered that I can do that now. Nice. Yeah, it either com- it comes out within a few days of today, so I'm awesome. stoked on that. Um. Other than that, what have I been? I rewatched some. Oh, I I watched uh I watched the South Park pandemic special the other day. How it, was that? It was really good. Hmm. It was. There are some bad jokes in it, but it's fucking South Park. Come on, and it's and that's one of those shows like with most cartoons that I've been watching since the the early two thousands. I'm like. I'm a fucking completionist. I can't just stop watching them. Like, fan, like I've kind of fallen off on like Family Guy, or well, I think I still, I think I've still seen most of Family Guy, but like American Dad and shit, like, like the the not great ones. <laughs> I'm like whatever, but like The Simpsons, South Park, um, I guess those two long running ones in general. Like, I there's no reason not to keep watching them. I mean, I've already seen fucking <laughs> hundreds of hours of their shows, so. Uh, but yeah, the the pandemic special was really funny, and some of the social critiques are really well done. Uh, I was I was surprised with how much I enjoyed it. Like, it was pretty fucking funny. Nice. Uh, what have you been watching? Uh, I just started watching Mindhunter. 
Oh, I hear that's great, and I would assume that you'd love that show from what I hear about it. I really do enjoy it. I love history. I love true crime, and this is a show that is the... It is a dramatization of how the, like way serial killers are classified and even the term serial killer came to be uh so it's very much like in my little wheelhouse Uh, i have this thing where i kind of can't watch long form media if i'm not learning something i kind of tune out if it's like stupid human drama or romance i'm like bored (laughs) don't care um, so the other thing I've, I've been I'm watching. I'm the fucking opposite with my shows. That's so weird. I don't know what the f- college ruined me, dude. Uh, <laughs> I used to be able to watch the dumbest trash, and now I'm like, I don't care. I don't. I don't care if they fuck. Uh, <laughs> that is the one thing. Like Mindhunter, like there's a lot of sex scenes, and I'm just like, I don't care. I can infer that they have sex because they're dating. I don't need to see it. Uh, and then. Uh, the other thing I watch is The Crown, because I just got Netflix again, and so The Crown is about Queen Elizabeth II, or the current Queen of England, and it kind of goes through her history, and there's oh, like yeah. ten episode seasons. Were you telling me about that, or was somebody else? I th- I think it was somebody else. Oh, interesting. But I'm a bit of an Anglophile, um, and I am really fascinated by European history in general. But this show is so interesting because they do dramatize a lot of things, but they are, it is based on these like big events that have happened during her reign. And I will then like, I'll watch the episode and then I go read about the thing that actually happened. Yeah, see, we are opposite TV viewers. See, I'd rather watch Game of Thrones. I'm mainly watching TV (laughs) so I can do research more and I don't know what I'm going to do. If I end up losing my job because I'm built to work in a library. Oh, my God. Uh, you just have to get really famous at podcasting. That's so you, the, the yeah. answer, OBS. But, yeah, uh, the third season, um, Olivia Coleman takes over as the queen, Queen Elizabeth II, um, because she's aging. Uh-huh. And so I think it's her for this next season, too. Season four is about to come out. And then uh, I think they're going to have to get somebody else for season five because she's going to be in, like, her 70s at that point. Yeah. Interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I could talk about TV all fucking day too. Um, and, <laughs> right. If, and, but if you're still listening to this episode, even though I've just been railing on this movie pretty much, you have to send us an email on this one because th- th- I don't know. Tell I don't, us what you think. Yeah. yeah. What's it gonna be for uh, like a kind of mid tier movie like this? I mean, I pretty much every other movie. I mean, Swiss Army Man was pretty. Go- like I would call that a mid tier movie, but definitely disagree. More, uh, <laughs> a lot more unique than this film. Yes, like, Swiss Army so. Man had a little more meat on its bones than this guy did. Oh Agreed. yeah, um, but yeah, sometimes we don't know what we're getting into when we watch these. So, send us some racks. Yeah, let us know what you what you want us to watch. Yeah, so that was the ritual. If you haven't seen it, um, it's not a bad watch. I mean, you know, it it's nothing, uh, nothing as crazy as some of the other shit we've watched but uh yeah it's not very entertaining yeah. i enjoyed it thoroughly entertaining for all the shit i talked i enjoyed it. <laughs> now if you enjoy our show please be sure to rate review subscribe 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 and make sure to tell your friends 
Now you can email us at movietimeextra at gmail.com to tell us what you think is extra, suggest us a movie, or tell us what you want to hear us shoot the shit about. Because we will. We're good at like, shooting the shit. We'll just talk on here. We'll just talk to each other. We don't care. Yeah, we'll call it Tyler and Dash Time Extra. This is what we do anyway. Yeah, literally just sitting in front of a microphone. <laughs> Existing. Yeah. On that note, our banging theme song is by the very talented DJ Cutman. If you haven't checked him out, what are you, what are you doing? Why is your life like that? It's, Fix it. Yeah, we need to have a talk. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a couple of weeks here with a yet-to-be-decided movie. So tune in for that. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Mm, bye. <laughs> Ooh, we actually-